and welcome to a cup final edition of the Copcast podcast. <laughs> Liverpool 11, Chelsea 10 on penalty kicks after 0-0. <laughs> I've got Chiefs and I've got Burrow. Um, Burrow, where do you start? Like, honestly, um, what a crazy game of football. Um, it's one of those games that I did not enjoy watching a second of right up until Kepa's penalty seals into the stand in a, in a homage to Charlie Adam. And at the same time, I can appreciate what a brilliant game of football that it was without actually enjoying any of it. It was mad, madness. Um, so let's sort of try and pick the many, many bones out of it. Suppose we should start with the lineup first. Um, probably as we thought, but big concerns for me whenever I saw Thiago wasn't on the pitch. Yeah, it, um, the, my, my first reaction was, uh, I, I think, what everybody else was thinking as well. For fuck's sake, again. And, uh, you know, you, 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 you're you first annoyed, but then, then you see him tearing up, you know, literally crying and being consoled by uh, by Alison. And and realizing that you know he, he the frustration is is uh, you know a, a thousand times uh, more for him himself of course but yeah I it I you know he he was so he was so good he he played so well in in the last few games and it was so clear that uh, what he brings and um, you know and and you know having to miss that is uh, is uh, is something else I think so um, yeah <laughs> I wasn't pleased. To not see him uh, uh, in the first eleven, and and uh, especially so because he uh, he he was uh, injured, he didn't know what it was back then. Uh, uh, what I've heard now is uh, something like a tight hamstring or something, and uh, sounded like a precaution. But um, yeah, in 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 his case, I I would err with with some pessimism, but uh, you know I I hope he he, he won't be. Um, as long out as, as as previous times, but you know uh, the way I uh, I, I uh, lived through this game is is exactly how you describe it. It was it, it's so tense. You you know and and nothing happened that 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 would uh, alleviate my stress. Um, you know like something like an early goal or you know being really dominant or them them not having a, a shot on uh, on our goal or any. But all of those things uh, you know. They did have shots and they did have chances and and we were dominant, but you know it, it was very very nervy and uh, it's you know the only way you can watch a game like that and and not be nervy is uh, you know knowing what what will happen, um, but you know where's the fun in that, right? Yeah, it's true. You know there. There are shots galore and chances galore, chief disallowed goals, frames of the goal being hit. And, you know, before we get to that first 10 minutes, it looks like the Thiago injury in the warm-up had a massive knock-on effect. Um, Kaida comes in. I was a bit surprised. I thought Henderson would have dropped back to do the Thiago role and, and Naby would have been doing more of what he did against sort of Man United. Um, but he didn't. Naby came in basically as a like-for-like replacement um, in Thiago's position, from what I could see anyway. Granted, there was a fair amount of alcohol consumed at the time. Um, but he does well. He's neat and tidy. Um, he does all those good things in a very understated way. And then after 10 minutes, we really start to control the game. Um, they do kind of revert to trying to hit us on the break um, with varying degrees of success. But we we hang in there, and for large periods, I think for the first half, we're, we're much the better side. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the first the first five in particular are a bit ropey, and and you know Chelsea start well. To be fair to them, and you know they played well in in general. Um, it was a it was as as you both mentioned not. A pleasant experience watching the game, shall we say? Um, certainly one of the tensest uh, 
uh, matches I've seen in, in a long, long time. Uh, both teams really wanted to win it. Two very good managers, two very good teams. Um, and it was, you know, you know, there are a lot of cliches, aren't there? A game of chess, a game of cat and mouse, balls in the net three or four times. Uh, and almost within the first five minutes, you know, to bring us back to the start of the game. And Kelleher, you know, instantly gets a chance to show why it's the right call to keep him and why he deserved to, to be starting in the in the final there. Um, having played the rest of the competition pretty much throughout, except for the leg against, first leg against Arsenal, I think. Um, maybe the second leg. Um, but... It's 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 a vital save because if they go, if Chelsea go one nil up in five minutes, well, you know the game's completely different, and who's who's to know what uh, what could or would have ensued, but um, you know we do get a grip of the game uh, after that initial sort of shaky period. And to be fair to Kaida, Beryl mentioned it uh, pre-pod. Um, he do, he probably doesn't have the same warm up as. Uh, um, you know, or the the same preparation. Sorry for the for the match. Given that he doesn't really, he, you know, he he's not prepared for the game at all. He thinks he's you know on the bench until very very late on. Um, I mean, it's in the warm up, so it's what half an hour before kickoff that he gets the nod. Um, so it's natural that. He might have to play his way into the game a bit. And to be fair to him, he did. And, you know, for that period, probably about 12 to 15 minutes until probably five minutes before halftime, Liverpool were dominant. I think at one point we had we had had 87 percent possession in the last in the last 10 minutes in, in that in that uh, spell. I think we had eight shots in 15 minutes. Yeah, that middle During part that of the that middle part of the first half. Yep. Yeah. And so we really did get on top. Um, having said that, we don't manage to get the ball in the net. Mendy makes an absolutely miraculous save for Mane. And, um, you know, as I mentioned, Keller before, had already made a, a big save. And I think he's calling the action, uh, you know, a couple of times. Um, at Chelsea. Chelsea. I mean, to be fair to Chelsea, that, that was probably their best battle of the game. Uh, is the opening the opening kind of 10 15 minutes um but you know they go again a little bit second half at the start and um but again we sort of grow into the game again um so it's just one of them um it, it sort of there were periods of the game where each was on top slightly somehow it stayed nil nil because, like I said, the, the ball ends up in the back of the net a few times and probably come on to talk about the, the goals and stuff. But it's a sensational game, ultimately. And, um, you know, I, I say a draw was probably fair at 120 minutes. Yeah, it was. It was fair, in, in my eyes, anyway. Um, Girl, <laughs> there were... Is right, I think, I think the first half... We are the better side, and I think a, a draw probably is a fair reflection. But at the same time, I kind of think we got away one a little bit. Um, there are some strange decisions um, for both sides. The, the Van Dijk disallowed goal. The Lukaku offside was very, very tight. Um, they hit the inside of the post. Keller makes a couple of saves. Um, two, two very, very good saves. But we... We do that thing that we that we used to do, where we just kind of hang in there and we grind it out, and we we aren't at our we aren't at our scintillating best. Um, and one of the players that kind of epitomised that for me was was Trent's performance. I didn't think he was particularly good with his use of the ball. I didn't think his passing was anywhere near the level of consistency that it normally is, and his delivery um, was managed quite well by Chelsea. They didn't really allow him to get into those positions often enough for my liking um, to send good balls into the box. But going the other way, I thought he was absolutely excellent. I remember Dan Simonate, and it must have been, I think it must have been the second half and extra time, like literally every five minutes, tongue in cheek, we were turning around to each other and going, but he can't defend. Trent can't defend. 
because he was so good on the cover. Yeah, it, it, that's something he he does really well, I think, and uh, he has, um, uh, you know, I remember him um, getting integrated into the team, and 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 um, you know, even younger than he was now, of course, uh, and and they were uh, targeting him, and I remember um, playing against Man City, and uh, what's his name, Sane was was uh, their left winger, and they were constantly feeding him the ball because they thought Trent would be uh, our weakest link. But uh, at that at that time, he he managed to uh, to you know um, stand his ground as well. And so you know they 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 helped us train him as a defender, I guess. No, I I I I I think I would agree with the. It wasn't his best game, but um, um, but you know uh, going back, um, except from the chance that they had at the uh, in the extra time of the first half, uh, I thought he, he could have done better there to 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 stop um, Mount in, from getting into position, or was it Mount or Pulisic? No, I think it was Mount. Um, I, I, I think both him and Sadio Mane really didn't track back uh, uh, fast enough there. But, you know, uh, it, it was an up and down game. It was a really difficult game to play. And, and maybe he was expecting someone else to do that and him, himself doing something else. But he was, uh, I, I think we should also take into account that, you know, it's 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 the the, the fate of, of uh, someone who who... who delivers you the uh, the chance but uh, you know if you convert it it's an assist and if you don't then you know everybody forgets that there's this not easy chance for Sadio Mane but it it is a glorious pass on him um and he he messes up his timing with his header and he heads it. it's miles wide but um because you know Mane wasn't having his best game as well. I, I thought Salah wasn't having his best game as well. So and all, all the all these things play a role. I, I also think um, uh, Chelsea playing with uh, uh, with uh, you know uh, with a essentially a five man defense. It means that you don't have the width of of the pitch. And and you know one of our strong points is that we um, hold up the ball. Um, um, with with the central defenders and and the, the midfielders uh, until you can give a cross pass and we all know Virgil van Dijk playing this this cross pass on on uh, on on Salah or on uh, or on Trent is something that we like to do uh, to to um, you know uh, change the flank um, but you can't do that if if uh, they defend with five men instead of four men or three men and. Uh, I think that 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 was has something to do um, with him and and Salah not being as effective as they usually are. But yeah, you know, um, it it was a really frantic game. It, this is this is you know what, what finals can be like. They they can be uh, they can they can be a stalemate. And this wasn't a stalemate. This you know we both had chances. And uh, I've seen the XG figures. We, we actually had a higher XG than they had because. Uh, probably we remember their chances m- more so because they, they frightened us. But uh, you know, Mane's chance, the the, the rebound that uh, that Mendy gave, it's 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 a sitter. It it really should see the back of the net, and th- and that's that's a glorious chance. And it and, and things change if you convert those um, those chances. But you know that, that the same goes, of course, for Chelsea. But I I, I think um, Trent was one of the better players, but. I didn't think he had uh, his best game, but yeah, who cares? It's it's uh, you have to deal with the circumstances and do as best as you can, and I think he did that. Yeah, certainly. Someone who did have a good game, Chief. John is injured, can't start for me. No side, and actually, we're not really that bothered. For some reason, um, and the reason is, it's this Colombian lad that we've just signed, who looks like the best player in the world already, and he really is stand out. He is all action. There's one, there's one particular touch down the left hand side. I think it's in the. S- no, I can't remember. I'm not even going to try and guess. 
It's very, I think it's I think it's early, isn't it? It, it might been, be early. It drops over his shoulder. And it's from Van Dyke. It's it's and it's come a long way, I think. And yeah, just an insane touch. It's just he's like what is it like? He's wearing velvet slippers. Like it's insane. Just pulls it out of the sky, right onto the end of his end of his toe. He he is he is electric. He's he's um exciting. He's exciting to watch. He's a live wire. He looks like he fits in already. And you'd imagine that, you know, the understanding will only get better and better with the the quality of players that he has around him and the quality that he obviously is. I mean, they're quite happy to give him the ball as well. I mean, you you, you see that, um, you know, quite apparently. Um, And, you know, he's got the pace. He's... He's good, sort of, well, definitely good dribbling on, on either foot. He can go either way, although he likes to come inside. Um, he can take players on. He works back. He tackles back. He presses. He's He's got it all. I mean, he's got pace. His close control is unbelievable. And the flair, like, I mean, we were joking pre-pod. I don't think he can play a pass when he's looking in that direction I think it's like a thing he has to look the other way when he's passing I mean uh, it, it's it's he's got it all so um, it's really really exciting and as you rightly say even with players missing in the front line you're still looking at that front three and going wow that's that's strong um, and you've still got options off the bench as well so I hope Bobby is back soon and Jod is obviously, you know, on his way back, got got some minutes at uh, got some minutes in the game. Uh but, you know, Diaz is for me, he's really exciting because I, I didn't really I hadn't really seen that much of Porto except really when we played them in the in the Champions League when they were never really up to much. I know he scores a good goal against City in the in the Champions League, and obviously I knew he was good because I knew how much we wanted him and how much Klopp personally wanted him, whatever. But I hadn't really seen him play that much, and I didn't really know that much about him, just that he was good. And now you're seeing him play; it's like it's like an old school signing, you know. Uh, when you you know he didn't have the access, he didn't have the internet, so you, you know you didn't really know what a player was like until they actually pulled on the shirt and and ran out. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit of a throwback, isn't it? Bit of a throwback yeah, feeling. Definitely, and he's he's just all you could have ever hoped for as a kid and now as a as an adult. So supporting your team like it's it's just exciting, 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 and big things ahead for him. Yeah. Um, other end of the scale is a, a twenty-three-year-old who came in through the academy. We know all about him, and a lot of noise around Allison, and it's a final, and he should play, and it's a, an unnecessary risk, and blah blah blah. But the guy does not put a, literally does not put a foot wrong. He makes big saves. He dominates his area. His kicking and his distribution is great. He sticks away an unbelievable penalty, and the only thing really missing from his resume of the final is is a penalty save, which we all know that he can make. But he stands up there and he shows that actually he, you know, it's not often you say this about a goalkeeper coming through. It's not often you say this about a player in general coming through um, at the elite level. But he genuinely looks like he could be. Liverpool's goalkeeper in 15 years' time and have 500 games under his belt. It it, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know, you, you can't you can't foresee the future in any case. But uh, I I was not nervy at all seeing him. Uh, we we knew he would play. But, you know, he has given us this confidence because in the games that we needed to rely on, on him, he, he has shown that, that, you know, he can, you, you can rely on him. He, he, and in this game, uh, again, and you're right, uh, um, a penalty save would have, would have made it even sweeter, um, probably. This was really sweet as well. You know, um, Chelsea, 
Chelsea being Chelsea and Tuchel being Tuchel, it's it's it, it, it epitomizes the difference between Klopp and Tuchel, and and they're both. Um, you know, he, Tuchel is 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 a really good uh, manager. That there's no doubt about that anymore. He has won a Champions League in in six six months' time. He, he has uh, managed to turn around uh, a Frank Lampard team and, and turn them into Chelsea. Um, uh, but also, I, I don't like him as a person, and and uh, he probably doesn't care that I don't like him as a person. But that's that's my feeling. He he doesn't strike me as someone who. Um, who is his, you know, who has uh, uh, especially uh, the, the talents that, that Klopp has uh, on the man management uh, um, side of things, I would say. Um, and, and part of that man management side of things is that you that you are um, that you respect your players and that you that they know that they can rely on you. That if they if you promise them something, then then you do it and and it, that you. Uh, that you get your rewards. That 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 um, delivering um, on the pitch, performing, has its merits and has its rewards. And and in this case, it was clear he he uh, played a, a really major role in in us reaching this final. Um, uh, I think Alisson only played in the uh, in the away game against Arsenal, and this was because he was coming back from. Uh, from uh, from an injury, and we needed to have him uh, have him to have some. Uh, he was coming back from COVID, wasn't he? And he needed to have some some uh, some rhythm. Um, but uh, in the, in all the other games here, it was it was Quivine, uh, uh, if I pronounce his name well, and and yeah, he he deserved that spot. And 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 I think it's not only a message to him but it's to 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 all academy players but maybe to all players that that uh, that play at, at Liverpool and maybe players that don't play at Liverpool or are considering to play at Liverpool they can see that if you um deliver if you perform it doesn't matter what your status or your age is um you will get your chances and uh, and 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 I I think you know not playing Kepa was a cynical choice from Tuchel. Um, I don't know what they, uh, if he if he was promised uh, to to be played in in the final or, or um, but you know considering him being the the the, the most expensive goalkeeper uh, ever um, and and falling down uh, in the in the pecking order uh, gradually. Um, I think it, it must have been uh, quite a disappointment for him not to play in this in this final in in this tournament. Uh, and then again, uh, I think a cynical choice to to bring him in as as the as the the penalty killer. Um, because I think it, it, if you everyone who has seen this game from Mendy, I think without Mendy with with Capango, we would have got won this. Game in in, in 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 normal time. I'm 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 convinced of of that. Um, Mandy kept him in the game, uh, and you know he, he should have just uh, st- stuck with him, and he didn't. And he, and it was mind games, I think. And 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 um, uh, you know while the penalties were being scored uh, left and right, he was trying his mind games. He was, you know, uh, doing all the all the stuff. It was it, it, it wasn't uh, the spaghetti legs, but it, it was, you know, something like that. And none of it paid off. And then he he uh, he scuffs it uh, after Kelleher, you know, just buries it uh, like like someone who uh, uh, who has never done anything else in his life. Uh, so it, it was it was really sweet. Yeah, I, I thought it was. That was the best part of of it, you know. Winning it is nice. Uh, is uh, we want to win things, but you know, winning it in this way is is especially rewarding. I think. Yeah, it was really sweet ending to a very very stressful afternoon, um, and early evening as it turned into be. Chief, we had a bit of a debate uh, with our good friend Mr. Henderson on. On Sunday, about how high is high, how high is high enough for a high line? I suppose is the thing. 
Now I'm kind of. You know, I know there's I know there's two very different views out here. Um, I'm out of the persuasion that we're playing at our, we're we're not at our best unless someone scores an offside goal against us. And there were what three of them on on Sunday, and there are enables so much of what we do elsewhere on the pitch. Um, but it does come with an element of anxiety, doesn't it, for the spectator? Oh, certainly. And particularly uh, nowadays, with as we sort of mentioned pre-pod, the way the rule is about putting the flag up, um, it, it, it lends... Um, credence to the idea that another team is making a load of chances when actually most of the time they're they're getting caught offside. Now, I haven't said that. It does come with a certain element of the risk in that every now and again a team is going to get cleaned through um, or teams do, in fact, get cleaned through and, you know, they, they, they spring your trap. Now, it doesn't happen all the time, but, you know, that if, if you play... Um, in that style, and it's bound to happen from time to time. Um, but it's very much a major facet of, of how we play the game, how we approach the game. It enables us to compact the pitch and basically play the game in the opponent's half all the time. Um, we obviously he obviously trusts our centre backs one on one in one on one situations. He's quite happy to let them sort of defend. Um, almost, you know. Two for two for two. So um, it's 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 made a big difference. Um, we take advantage of of the VAR situation. Basically, you know the the no debate for offside. Offside is offside. So nine times out of ten, if the linesman's flag doesn't go up, you know VAR will sort of make that decision generally in our favour and when we were at our very best um, I was saying this before the pod as well when we were at our very best a couple of seasons ago although we're, we're approaching we're, we're getting close to that now but when we were as you said offside goals were getting scored against us all the time but you knew you knew you, because you'd gotten so used to it that it was going to be disallowed that it was going to be offside and sure enough, near enough every time it was. And I think while it does sort of give us a few kittens here here and there, um, it's something that has paid dividends for Liverpool. And that's what, you know, this side is all about. This this management team is all about looking for areas where you can make small gains, or where you can make the most or maximise these, these kind of gains, these, these opportunities. And, you know... Offside is, is is I was going to say the oldest the oldest rule out there. You know, it's it's not something new that we're doing. Obviously, it was introduced to the game after you know after a while, so perhaps not the oldest rule out there. But you know, it's something we've all always known, and the generations before us have always known since I don't know before the before the war, or whatever. Who? Um. So, yeah. It's it can be nervy. Other teams hate it. Other clubs sort of get the idea that somehow it's you know we're um we're somehow you know exploiting some something or taking advantage or we're getting lucky. But you know it is it is by design and therefore I sort of disagreed with with Johnny. I understood his um his concerns because you know you do have, have a wee bit of a panic on and he referenced the Mason Mount one which we're talking about pre pod and you know. He should score. My sort of take on it is a little bit that there's uh, we're so good at catching teams offside that when when they do get clean through like that, there is a chance that they you know in the back of their mind they're thinking shit, am I off here? Uh, you know, plus um, you still have to finish it, and and we we do seem to benefit and that not that many of these chances or chances get put away against us. So I don't know whether um, I understand where John is coming from in the, in the sense that he wants a, a camera. He doesn't want to quite uh, perhaps 
have so many palpitations during a game and everyone can uh, empathise with that. But um, it's just, it, it's not something that I think we should do. I, I think we need to play that high and the higher we can play actually, the better with the with the defenders that we have and the way that we play. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe maybe Beryl sees it a bit differently. I'm, I'm not sure. I actually don't. Uh, I, I I think it's 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 a calculated risk that you're taking, and um, you know the, the the most important metrics, uh, at least uh, you know uh, now how many games running, are showing that that we are really successful at it. So I, I and and you know when they when, when you don't manage to catch someone offside, the high line means that there's still a, quite a distance. For them to 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 run and 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 you know uh, you, so th- which means that you still have have some room for for, for corrections and um and and we have a very good goalkeeper uh, uh, correction two uh, very good goalkeepers so um I I think this is a very important part of uh, of how we play and I, I think we were a bit more porous than we usually uh, would be. Um, because of uh, Nabi Keita being um, being integrated into the team, um, uh, you know, uh, after not being mentally prepared to, to to play, I think that this plays a role. It's it's something um, that we should take into account when we look at this game. But yeah, uh, I I could do with with a little less stress during games, <laughs> but. Uh, but I, I, I think, you know, uh, the end being what it is, winning, you know, means that the stress is uh, is part of it. Yeah, and I think the other thing on this is that Thiago further enables us to play that high line because we're better with the ball. Um, we keep the ball better. We, don't, we control and dictate the play better. Um, and a higher percentage of possession which is not something that is not something that this team is known for not to say that they don't do it because as we saw in periods during that match we can do it but I think we just do it more effectively when Thiago's on the pitch um, you're bringing Naby Keita in there and he's not necessarily a, a possession based player um, he's not very press resistant either is probably a criticism we'll have of Naby all of his good work is done on the front foot um, it's stepping in, intercepting the ball. The number of statistic of ball recoveries he has in his favour per ninety is just absurd, and he does make those breaking runs into the box occasionally, and he will get on the score sheet far more often than than Thiago will for for all of those reasons. So it's a very very different player dropping in there, um, and it didn't didn't make playing that high line any easier if that if that makes sense I don't know whether you agree Absolutely. yeah definitely definitely so I mean kind of played well but it, it, as you said it, it, it's a different player and he's basically just had to be sort of shoehorned in there the last minute and um, obviously when Thiago plays we we have that dominance in the sense of what you're saying, dictating the, dictating the play. So yeah, I would absolutely go along with that. Okay, so Beryl, it is nine League Cups. It's an, if we have taken our record back off Manchester City. Um, and I, I, I enjoy those things. Um, they're things to be proud of and they're things to aspire to. And it's we've talked about momentum a lot the last few weeks, and this is just another kind of step on that road. And Salah's Salah tweeted, I think, was it one down or something like that? Did anybody see that? Am I right? I I heard about it. I didn't see it, but uh, he apparently he did. Yeah, so, so there, there's so there is, thinking uh, about it. Yeah, yeah, and, and we're all thinking about it as well. And you know, we'll probably say the word closer to the end. But but um, 
there has been a history occasionally of teams winning this competition and falling off a cliff. But I get the sense that this team isn't going to do that. Um, Mourinho used to use this really effectively as a springboard, um, as a first hurdle rather than a, a final destination. And for me, this just incentivizes the team more to go and win the rest. I, I think the experience of winning, you know, uh, and and especially when uh, when it was such an ordeal that it was as it was yesterday, uh, you know, it was a really difficult game and a really good opponent, uh, and we won. Uh, and and not only this game, of course, you know, you have to get to the final first. Um, there was a, a really really good game uh, um, against Arsenal, uh, you know, the second leg. Uh, so. It pushed through all of that and then won it. Um, and and I'm, I'm really fickle about this because uh, I'm I'm on record saying that I really don't care about the League Cup. Now I do, of course, because we won it. And I think, uh, again, the experience of, of uh, doing something, playing a game and playing games uh, and getting a reward for it is something that an experience that that, that, that is bound to help you in, in, in winning more, but also has... Um, I think uh, it, it's something you want to taste again. <laughs> uh, it, it's something um, I think winning uh, trophies is is is, is addictive. Um, it, it is for me as a fan, but for for players even more so. I, I think and so. Uh, this this can never hurt us. Uh, I, I would say um, because this isn't the the type of of trophy you could say okay we've won something where now now we can rest and uh, don't need anything else uh, that that can never be the case so it it's it's the league cup it's february and uh, you know uh, tomorrow it's march but you know now we're getting at the the business end of the season and i think this is this is really good um uh, especially so because um this team needs to win more trophies because uh, in hindsight, people won't know how how incredibly well we played, how incredibly good this team is, if we don't cement it with trophies. I think. Yeah, see, for, for, I see, I see a level of self-assuredness in this side um, that went missing during that horrible spell last season, almost a sense of arrogance that we know we're better than everybody else. We know we're going to have to work for it. But they always think they're in the game. And yesterday was a great example where at times they did have to dig in and it was really, really difficult. And, you know, calling it an ordeal is probably a good description that, that Beryl uses there. Oh, I... Yeah, but there's, there's genuine expectation from some people and probably certainly from the players that there's something really really special could happen this season well you know that tweet you've just quoted there from Salah that shows that it's something that they're talking about you know it shows that there's something or if not talking about then then certainly thinking about um, for themselves and you imagine it's being discussed you know they are in all four competitions we do have a better squad than we've probably ever had him you know or as good a squad certainly that we've ever uh, as we've ever had in, in my lifetime um and it's a team that's already won things so it knows how to win it's a team that was as you mentioned there you touched on last season badly badly wounded by last season it's a team that's still never been able to really celebrate winning the Premier League after 30 years of trying because of what happened with Covid and how things all went so you know for them to come back and and have a shot really at winning all four trophies that they're involved in competitions that they're involved in would really I think for them in in, in um be a little bit of closure on 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 this whole period in in the sense of you know this is how good we are and make no mistake this Liverpool team is is underrated 
you know, by by many. It the, the injuries that massively derailed our season in the last campaign were sort of brushed aside, and, and it was almost treated. Um, our, our decline last season was almost treated as if it was had had been inevitable. Um, and you know, I think there's there's something for the players to to kind of feel that they not not they that they have anything to prove, but just to you know to go and show everybody in the wider footballing sphere uh, within England that you know this really is a special team. This is this is a team that's as worthy of your praise as the the guys in Manchester who've you know pretty much done things the wrong way if you will with the with the petro dollars and the like so um yeah i mean obviously you know leaving that aside it's four trophies and they want to win them they want to win trophies you know they want to be the best at what they do they want to be known as the best and it's probably the last thing left that hasn't really been done hasn't been done certainly by by an english club to win the two domestic trophies uh, or domestic cups, the the league and the Champions League, all in the same in the same season. So, if Liverpool could do it, then unbelievable. If not, you know it's still going to be a great season. We're right in it in the league, and yeah, I'm sure you know we're halfway through the uh, the Champions League first knockout stage, and things look good at the moment. Now, obviously, things can change, so I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself. But, you know, it's a great time to be a Red, put it like that. Yeah, Beryl, um, I think we've been spoiled and there's always going to be criticism leveled at the club and at the ownership and at the manager. You know, even we were talking earlier on that, you know, we don't think we got, we don't think he got his subs right and that can occasionally happen with him. Um, because no one's perfect and no football team is perfect and there are flaws everywhere to be found um, if you look if you look hard enough for them. But there are that come along every now and again like this. When you do put another trophy in the cabinet, you have to sit back and reflect and kind of think and realise that this is an absolute golden era that we are experiencing now. There are very few football fans in the world or very few clubs in the world that get to experience what we've experienced these last four or five years in moments, in trophies, in entertainment, in the culture of a club, which for me, I probably value more than more than any of them, that I can be proud of the way the club largely and the players conduct themselves Um and other clubs want to do it differently. Um, and, you know, Chelsea are a prime example of that. So achieving something like this, it's a good milestone to kind of stop and take stock of how lucky we actually are at the minute and not to take it for granted while we're literally living it. Yeah, it's... Um and especially last season, you know, when we fell off a cliff for for obvious reasons, and you know, um, and people were saying we were making excuses, but that that wasn't making excuses, and they were saying, yeah, other teams have uh, um, injuries as well. Uh, Manchester United, uh, no, Manchester City uh, uh, didn't have uh, what's his name uh, Laporte uh, for a season. But we lost all of our central defenders, and and because of that, our our central midfielders needed to play in defence, and 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 were injured by that as well. And and our, um, you know, I, I don't need to 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 tell all of this, uh, but at that moment, I I I I had realised it before, but at that moment, I really realised it again. You know, the the, the dreadful moments. You know the six games in a row not winning and and losing to 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 Everton uh, and 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 Burnley and and it was it was terrible and 
at that moment, I thought, oh, shit, the, the, the good times have, have left us again. Uh, you know, we, we've had our not so good times. And uh, I remember, you know, the latter end of the, 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 the Brendan uh, Rogers era wasn't very pleasant. And, and so I, I was um, very much enjoying it, very much um, realizing it, what what a what a what an enormous enormous blessing, what an enormous you know um, uh, luck it is to have uh, have all of this together. You know, not luck in the, in the sense that it's random, but it's you know everything needs to come together to to uh, achieve uh, what we have achieved. And uh, and you're right, it's not only the winning of games; it is crucial, yes, but. Sometimes you're you're watching a a game and see how we dominate and how we play. It's and it's a it's a joy. Um, sometimes it's it's hard work. Uh, you know, yesterday was hard work, but but still there were some moments in it. In I was I was very much enjoying the the football we were playing. But I I, I yeah I I want to realize, but I don't want to reminisce. I think it's it's too early to reminisce. I I hope this is something we can hold on for. Just a little longer, um, um, maybe uh, just a little longer than a little longer. Um, you know, a couple of seasons. I don't know, but yeah, uh, yes, I do realize this is not something we can ever take for granted. But uh, God, I'm enjoying it. It's 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 wonderful, and I, you know, something really really special could happen this season. I I I have hope again. Yeah, um, hope and <laughs> cheap it is the hope that kills you. Uh, so far ahead, because as you rightly say, both of you, let's not get ahead of ourselves just at the moment. Um, there is genuine optimism, um, a genuine feel-good factor, and, and that's going to be carried into um, an FA Cup game on, on Wednesday night. And it's not just one game after another, it's one competition after another at the minute. Um, I think we mentioned we don't play back-to-back league games again until April. So our focus is very much on everything because it has to be on everything. The cup competitions aren't just an obstacle or an irritation any longer as they used to be. You know, something that was interfering with our preparation and conditioning and you know, potential t- availability of players for the league and the Champions League. With Norwich on the Wednesday night, and, you know, they've had their bounce. They've bounced back down again. FA Cup, they know where their priorities lie. You wouldn't expect to see a full strength side from them, given their s- situation in the table. With still harboring hopes, I'm sure, if faint as they are with, with um, survival. But this is a game that, because you've won the League Cup, I think it becomes more significant automatically because the four still on. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think, I mean, it is significant. I mean, we're talking before about perhaps what uh, what team you might see and and how strong quote unquote it might be um, compared to the team we we saw uh, against Chelsea. Um, but I think you know it very much is on their minds. They want to win as many trophies as they can. It's a it's a good draw. It's a home draw. It's against the side, as you said, it's, you know, really, really up against it in a relegation battle, a side that can probably do without the extra games. You're probably going to see rotation from from Norwich. Uh, They're not in a great run of form either. Uh, After having picked up a wee bit a few weeks ago, they've sort of, I think they've lost their last three. Um, So... You know, we'll be going all out to win it, I would say. Um, So, you know, having said that, you know, you you expect there to be rotation, um, to be successful in all four competitions. The squad needs to be utilised, and and generally it is. It's another game where there are five subs. Um, So 
club Jurgen club has the, the benefit of of you know factoring that in and he usually and he'll five, use all of them <laughs> yeah yeah he um he's very good he, you know he obviously he operates very well with with five subs and uh, you know he's he's pretty much taken advantage of it one thing that's one thing I like about the five sub thing is it, it gives you it always gives you the chance to make a double substitution without you sort of without you almost using up all your all your chips in in one go. Um, so yeah, I mean I I think it works for us and it will work for him. But just to go back to what you were sort of saying a, a minute or two ago in the in the build up the question, it's just about winning back to back games now for us, isn't it? Whether whatever competition there are, it's just just about winning the game. Just turn up, win the game, and you know we're we're pretty good at doing that. So if we can keep that up, we could find ourselves you know somewhere very special by the end of by the end of the season. So, um, you wonder where defeat sort of comes from without wanting to sound arrogant in in any way. You talked about the calmness that's come back earlier, and and I think that. That was there and remains there now when you're confident that you've basically got absolute top quality all over the pitch. There isn't a section of the side that, that's weak. There isn't the, you know, the injury crisis. There, There's not the defence going, oh, I wish the, the strikers could score a few more. You know, nobody's looking around going, uh, we need more creativity in the team. You know, this, I think most Football fans know now that they were probably the three best strikers in the league, or in the, in the country basically, but the three top scorers and the three um, top assist makers. So, you know, plus a, an incredibly good defence. Virgil's back to his absolute best. Kanate looks great. Matip is great. Um, you know, you've got Trent and Robbo, the, the, probably the best fullbacks in the league. You've got Allison and Kelleher. I mean. We, we talked about Luis Diaz earlier, so it's so it's absolute quality. Everybody pulling in the same direction. Top quality management as well, and the belief in that top quality management that the players clearly have. Um, so, Beryl, you're, you're sort of right to reference luck and that to manage to put all those components together, you know, and get it all absolutely right, which is how it is now, and, and long may it continue. It takes an awful lot, you know. It, it, it people, a lot of people try that. A lot, lot of sort of organisation, should we say, maybe try to get it right, of course they do, but very few actually succeed and we're in a moment now where everything that we're trying to do is coming off because all the parts work and they all fit together and, you know, the machine runs. So, yeah, long may that continue and let's just keep winning games. Yeah, let's keep winning games. So, before we wrap things up, Lads, um, Beryl, pick me a team for Wednesday night against Norwich in the FA Cup. Yeah, I, w- I was actually thinking about this. Uh, w- w- would we play Kelleher again? I was just thinking that as well. Uh, or, or God forbid, uh, Adrian. But no, um, I, that was just a jump scare. Um I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he plays him two games in a row, but... Um, I actually don't think he will. Um, and then um, at right back, uh, Joe Gomez has has played uh, the last game he has played in, in, in right back. And it was against Norwich, wasn't it? Um, so maybe he might play because we don't have uh, Nico Williams anymore. But we have, uh, what's his name? Bradley? Yeah. Um, he might go for, for the, the young team, but... Uh, and, and that might involve uh, players like Bradley. Uh, I think we will see Tsimikas. Um, um, you know, Konate uh, and Joe Gomez could could play in central defence. Then um, we could see Morton, Kyle, um, Oxley Chamberlain hasn't played for a while now. Curtis Jones could play, and then you would have a midfield. And then uh, I think maybe Kate Gordon. Could play, but we also have Minamino and and Divock who are fit and haven't played uh, in a while. You know that, that will mean full rotation. Um, but yeah, we have a bigger fish to fry, you could say. 
uh, on the other hand, we you know uh, all, all that has been said uh, also by us, uh, you know, about trying to win everything you can win. Um, I'm not sure, but it, it probably has a lot to do with what we expect Norwich to do. If they rotate heavily, then we can probably uh, do some calculated risk ourselves and 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 play this, you know, younger. Um, team, the League Cup team from from previous rounds, maybe. Yeah, it's a it's just it's a difficult one. Um, I'm sure the manager will have planned for this game, regardless of what the result was Sunday. But for me, the FA Cup game is now more important than it would have been had we lost on Sunday. So I'm wondering what he does. But I'm also probably thinking, Chief, that we could probably rotate a full starting eleven there without actually having to dip in to the under 23s. Yeah, I mean, I'm not convinced how many youngsters will 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 see game time. Um, perhaps Morton uh, is one that that probably springs to mind. Perhaps, but then. You know, personally, I don't think Kelleher plays. I think um, I'd agree with Beryl on that. I think in the end, Alison will come back in for the, for the rhythm. Plus, Kelleher's just had to concentrate for 120 minutes plus plus pens. And he's obviously had the big release of scoring the winning penalty. And, you know, it's probably just best now to, um, you know, give him, give him the next one off. So I think Alison will so, come back in. So just on that, right? Uh, if you don't play him at home to Norwich in what the FA Cup fifth round, mm-hmm. he's not playing again this season, is he? No, perhaps not. Perhaps not. But I mean, you never know. It depends. Allison, of course, could get injured, like he. Like yeah, he he does. So, yes, he does. Yeah. So um, you know, there's no guarantee that he doesn't play again this season, and he'll know that. The thing is, if you go with. Kelleher in the, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he is the cup goalkeeper, but I mean, he hasn't been, has he? he didn't play in the in the previous rounds of, of the FA Cup, did he? I was trying to think whether he did or whether he didn't, and I honestly can't remember. Uh, uh, neither can I massively. Maybe he did, but I mean, it could be that he is the cup keeper in inverted commas, and and why not? I mean, the way he played yesterday. He's won us the he's you know he's been in every every match in the League Cup and we've won that so I mean he he could do the same in the FA Cup but I don't think he will I mean unless he is actually the cup guy I thought he was more the you know the League Cup keeper um, but it is one of those that I'd expect Alison to come back in for having sat out at, at the weekend um, I do think I think you'll see Curtis. I definitely think Menamino and Arigi get starts. I think Jota's probably the third striker to start, given that Tio doesn't get too long at, at the weekend. Probably needs to play his way a little bit back in the in the match sharpness. I think Joe Gomez comes in. I'd agree with 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 Beryl. Um, Gomez comes in probably probably Kanate to start. Um, with well, you imagine Verge plays like. Uh, but it could be Kanate and Matip. You never know. Um, I expect Simakas to play. Yeah, the right back's the interesting one. Uh, but I, yeah, I think it'll be Gomez. I mean, unless unless he does um, sort of Gomez and Kanate in the middle, and and he does Bradley. But I think that's maybe a bit too far. Um, so I would agree. I think Oxlade Chamberlain gets a start. Um, so that leaves you with with one other going in. To the midfield, maybe it's Jordan Henderson. He comes off after what seventy-five. On maybe it's Milner. Yeah, maybe Milner gets the the nod. Um, but I I agree with you. I, I, it's, if there are going to be any of of the younger lads in, I think it's only maybe one. Um, it wouldn't surprise me to get see Elliot uh, get game time here. Uh, with the five subs, it means we're going to have a, a very strong bench, and. You know, as we mentioned earlier, Klopp will be factoring all that in and everything will be planned and timed, you'd imagine. Um, 
hopefully got the benefit as well of playing against a weakened Norwich side because, as we mentioned earlier, they have um, bigger battles to fight. So um, we'll just see. But I do expect quite a bit of rotation and um, I do expect uh, another win under the lights at, at Anfield. OK. All right, then. So, Beryl, two, three or four. Yeah, let's reach for the start. Yeah, it, it it is not likely, but but still, I I have a feeling. <laughs> let's go for four. Okay, Chief. Well, that's it. Like I mean, I have that little feeling as well, and you wouldn't, you just wouldn't bet against us. So why not the four? Well. Beryl thinks it's going to be four. Chief thinks it's going to be four. Mo Salah thinks it's going to be four. Who am I to argue with him? So until next time, up this still quadruple chasing reds. <laughs>